Yeah, they had us the first half, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, could be Wayne! I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh! I love it, baby! Them orange bridges! Something about them orange bridges! Ball hit high in the air in the right field! Going back to Sayre! And Tennessee can say hello with Column! A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth! You can't draw it up any better! We just won a basketball game and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind, I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! to do and welcome into more important issues it is wednesday june 8th come out you guys a day early it is super regional weekend balls hosting the notre dame i assume they're the fighting irish um could just be irish i don't know i don't care it's not a big deal um that john wilkerson call though still gets me fired up every time i hear it and especially when getting the mindset ready for this weekend it's uh this is it this is how this is Two games left. Two, two. Sorry, two wins left. Could be three games till the balls get to Omaha. Obviously, big weekend ahead. Kind of yeah, upset. Kind of upset. We couldn't get the the Saturday, Sunday, you know, Monday if needed. But hey, hey, we're not complaining. We're just we're just glad we're here. Yeah, and from the looks of it, it, it gets. Um, it looks like you'll face. Notre Dame's ace on Saturday. So it'll be kind of oh. ace versus ace. Um, okay. He uh, pitched seven and two thirds on, uh, and I think 107 pitches on Sunday. So he will um, rest up on that Friday night and be back on Saturday. So here's, here's the, here's the thing. They've already, they've already started n- number one. They, they just, I don't know why teams continue to, to give Tennessee bulletin board material, but here we are. Um, Link Jared, their head coach. Um, where did he say that? Uh, uh, right he had that. Yeah, he, he had comments. Yeah, uh, they're on. This is on Tennessee's power this season. They're powerful, but I think their field plays far differently than ours. I don't want our guys to look at it like it's crazy power. It is good power, but some of it is because of the park itself. Do we've hit 150 home runs? <laughs> it's it's also a really dumb argument since we're playing in that park. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh! So what yeah, you idiot. should be very afraid. Yes, and, and, and then and then there was we, a their left fielder also made comments. Did you see that? Uh, yes. Go ahead and read. I, I didn't read all the comments. I saw where they. Yeah. Were. So left yeah, field Ryan Cole said. Uh, I couldn't tell you exactly what they see, but if I were them, I'd be a little scared. I think we're a very dangerous team. Do you think this is one of those they're just trying to, like, speak it into existence for themselves? They're trying to convey the confidence that Tennessee conveys on a date? Like, they, they're going toe-to-toe with a giant. They don't believe in themselves to be David, so they've got to believe in themselves to, to be an, another giant. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. I just don't, I just don't understand. Like, 
I mean, do a little bit of scouting, a little bit of research, and know that every time somebody has done this in Tennessee, they've made them look absolutely stupid. Yeah, and again, the comments just – they don't even – the comments don't make sense. Um, anyways, so, yeah, it's just a, a pretty dumb – pretty dumb thing to do all around. To even make the comments – to, to make those kind of comments, and then the comments themselves are stupid. So, yeah, get, hey, like you said, get Tennessee fired up. You, you think people would know by now to not kind of poke the bear? Um, Tennessee's not going to go lightly on you, whether you say good or bad things about them anyways. Um, yeah. But but maybe don't get them even more fired up. <laughs> like, that, that, that's just an obvious mistake. Yeah, and looking at this matchup, I just I just like it. I like it because, yeah, you get Notre Dame as one of the best pitching staffs in the country. Uh, they're ranked seventh in ERA. But guess what? So does Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tennessee also has one of the, the best offenses, offenses in the country. Notre Dame does not. Um, no. they're, they're last in, in hits, um, last in um, runs per game, I think. Last in walks, last in doubles, last in home runs in the ACC. So they they don't hit for power. They got three guys that hits that has hit double digit home runs. the The best offensive team they played this season was Louisville, and they got swept. Um, they didn't play Georgia Tech. They ran into UNC in the uh, conference tournament, got beat. They scored eleven runs this past weekend in a regional. 11 runs, that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's the, the biggest thing. We talked about how powerful that regional was in Knoxville, and, and Tennessee still kind of held their own. Um, I know maybe more runs than, than Tennessee normally would give up in a weekend, but it was three different opponents too. Um, it wasn't the same opponent in normal series. And, and you, you mentioned that Georgia Tech doesn't – or sorry um, – Notre Dame doesn't have the power that Georgia Tech has. They don't have – and they don't have the – the batting average is like the first thing that popped out to me when you look at this lineup. Georgia Tech had – I mean, everyone was pretty dang close to 300, if not over. And Notre Dame has nothing like that. Um, I think they were one of the more efficient base running teams uh, in the ACC. Well, that doesn't matter if you can't get on base against Tennessee. Um, and then I also like the way that Tennessee has controlled the bases in the, in the postseason. I thought they've done a much better job of that, um, especially like you saw in Hoover. So those things are not concerning. This team doesn't match up great to Tennessee. I think it'll be a tough test. I think Notre Dame is playing good baseball right now. But we go back we go back to Tennessee's playing good baseball right now. So that also kind of counterbalance. You can't just look at one team and go, oh, they're scary because they're playing good baseball. I think it's going to be a good weekend. I think Tennessee could easily be done on Saturday night. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if if you can – the most you can score in a regional is six runs, you're going to have a hard time keeping Tennessee's offense to, to score more than that. Yeah, and then the – I mean, you've got to think that confidence is just booming right now after the ninth inning on, on Sunday night. Well, that's the thing is, like, we almost scored more in that inning than Notre Dame did – like the most in their game. How many did we yeah. score? Five. They scored six against Georgia's Georgia's Southern on Saturday. So yeah. I, I just really like this matchup. You, you know, you mentioned the they're good at base running. I, I think Ryan Cole is twenty for twenty one 
stolen bases on the season, but they're dead last in the SEC and in, in on base percentage. So, um, you know, they got to get on base and that's not an easy task. It, it seems like for them in the ACC, it's going to be even tougher when they p- face a pitching staff like Tennessee has. Yeah. And you can't, and you look at Notre Dame and they've got two solid starters, um, a decent <laughs> bullpen. So, so when you look at trying to, to work um, this series and you try to get into people's bullpen, when you look at Tennessee, all right, you you, you hope Dolander has a night similar to that he had against the, the Camels there. Well, Tennessee's still got a, a deep bullpen that you've got to get past. Um, you get them into the seventh and eighth inning, well, you could just be staring down a Redmond Walsh, maybe a Ben Joyce that you didn't see much of this weekend. Um, I mean, depending on when you throw the thrill in there, I mean, there's a lot of guys that can come in and close out games in tight situations um, or like they did Sunday night, prevent games from getting out of hand and give Tennessee's bats time to come around. It's just impossible to, to this point, it's almost been impossible to manage Tennessee's um, full lineup looking at the bullpen and, and then their, their batting order. I mean, it's, it's, Kentucky's been the only team that's been able to do it, and they they lost the most crucial one of it all to Tennessee. Right, and if you have good pitchers, you know I think you can keep Tennessee down for a little bit. But again, like that ninth inning, you know they can score five six runs in an inning at any time. Yeah, and just negate everything that you did for for nine runs. Right. <clears throat> and, yeah, and that's I, what's I great. just don't think. The lineup can can keep up with Tennessee's. That's that's the difference in this series. Um, you know, you I would much rather face a team like Notre Dame, who you know isn't great hitting the ball. You know, maybe as the pitchers, but not great hitting the ball, and especially like like you kind of mentioned in all in our ballpark, right? Then I then I would Georgia Tech or, or Campbell, a team that can hit one out more than um, every batter in their lineup. Yeah, we discussed on on Monday uh, in that bat flip, more important issues combo show. There, uh, I think Dylan asked what we kind of thought of the regional. Uh, not not that I think Tennessee had a super tough regional. Um, I, I think it was plenty challenging. There there were some tough games there. I I, I like what you said. I'd rather play Notre. Dame, I'd rather play George Notre Dame than Georgia Tech or Campbell in a three game series. Yeah, absolutely. And, and with the three game series, I, I think you can run into maybe a team like a Riot State or something in one game, but in three games, Tennessee isn't having two off games. Yeah. It's, Chase it's, Dolander it's isn't having time. back-to-back, you know, ba- not great outings. Right. It, it's happened one time, bad weekend in Lexington. You can't excuse it because it was a loss, but there was bad weather. Um, something about Lexington just takes literally the worst out of Tennessee, so good for Kentucky and that. Um, <laughs> good for the state of Kentucky there. But, and you said it, since Hoover, Tennessee might be playing their best baseball right now, which is absolutely insane because of what they've done this season. Yeah, I mean, top to bottom, I would say maybe pitching-wise is taking a little step back just because of, you know, Drew Beam and, and Chase Burns that kind of hit a little freshman wall, I guess. But really um, only in that starter role. Like, Chase Chase Burns has looked good out of the pen. Yeah, he's, he's look, he looked okay the other night. Um you know, the walks is, is what's yeah. getting them in trouble. Um, right. If it wasn't for – if they can continue to, to throw strikes, I, I don't think there'll, there'll be an issue. But you continue to put runners on base, you, you put yourself at risk um, for some yeah. more runs. And 
Well, and it and it changes your approach too. It, it's hard to you you put one or two guys on, and it's hard to just attack the strike zone with a ton of confidence because mm-hmm. um, that one run shot turns into a two or three run shot yeah. if he gets onto it. Um, so it definitely changes that mentality. I yeah, I, I don't disagree, but I mean those guys have been solid all season. And I mean, if you go back and look at, at Drew Beam, um, you know, how many did he struggle with poor, poor officiating? Um, you know, it doesn't help when you can't, it's hard to command the strike zone when you don't know what the strike zone is. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we have a little better consistency behind the plate uh, this weekend. I think the was it the the Tennessee Tech game that the strike zone looked like the state of Tennessee. Um, Sunday looked more like the, the state of Texas. Maybe um, it, it was all over the place. Yeah, I mean, I mean Redmond Walsh's Redmond Walsh's last three pitches were the same. He went ball ball strike in the last three pitches of the game. Yeah, that that was. I was about to bring that up. I was like, I don't I don't know if that that third strike is close. But, I mean, maybe Tennessee benefited. I'll take that one. If we get screwed the whole entire game, we're up, and we we get one call and that's it, I'll take it all day long. Uh, I, I don't don't disagree with that at all. It, it, we got it when it counted. Um, that would have been a – Here's, a, here's the thing. You got the bases loaded. Hey, swing the bat. Yes. Don't, yes. don't get mad about the call. <laughs> I th- I'm pretty sure he – did he – not swing at anything? I don't think you swung at all. Um, I watched that John Boy video earlier, so yeah, that's, that's how I got reminded of it. And I don't know if he showed all the pitches. That's the okay. thing. Um, he didn't swing at the last three pitches. He didn't. Right. And they were all three the same. They were uh, just a breaking ball high in the zone. So, I mean, I think a lot of coaches would walk away and, and you know, you, you would be talking about that the next day for sure. About not swinging at that. Yeah, yeah, For too sure. close to not swing at it. Um, but yeah, again, I, I like this matchup. Um, Notre Dame is, is a pretty veteran team. They don't make a lot of mistakes in the field. Um, I think they have the the fewest errors in um, in the ACC this season. Has the best fielding percentage as well. Um, so they're not going to make a ton of mistakes in the field. But again, I, I just. I have a hard time thinking you're going to hold Tennessee to three or four runs in a nine-inning game. And I I think that's the only way Tennessee loses a game. And I don't think they're going to have two bad games in a series. So I I think Notre Dame, you know, maybe could have benefited from being in Tennessee's regional because then you have that chance of maybe getting Tennessee on an off night. But with, uh, you know, having to win two games – it doesn't matter when their ace pitches. You got to win two and, games. Uh, and and I know you probably want to rest him more. Going from you know Sunday to Friday isn't isn't very ideal. But I, I think you kind of. You, I mean, obviously, I think you said he pitched 107 on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But if I'm a team trying to knock off the number one team in the country that's as hot as Tennessee is right now, I think I'm trying to steal that Friday game, um, a game that they. You don't have a midweek game right now. You 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 didn't have. Um, I, I don't you know, and it, it's a different approach all the time. Um, but yeah, it's trying to steal one um, when Tennessee has a chance to. If, if it comes down to Saturday and Tennessee won Friday, trying to steal one when they have a chance to advance is going to be a lot harder. Yeah, 
Yeah, Austin Temple's been good for them. He's four and one on the season. I think he's got six, 16 appearances, 13 starts. I mean, that just tells me like either your offense can't back you up or, you know, you're, you're not pitching, you know, deep into the game. Mm-hmm. If you're four and one with 13 starts. Yeah, that's not a, it's not a great stat line. And, and that's definitely not good when you look at Tennessee's ability to get into, you talk about, are you getting pulled early and things like that? Tennessee has an ability to Sunday. Um, Maxwell, is that, is that Bamp's name? Um, yeah. Went probably longer than he should have, but I don't know how you don't ride him after oh, he yeah, pitches exactly. that performance. You ride him, but he probably, probably pitched a, a few bat bats longer than he should have. So Tennessee's ability to get in the bullpens helps him a lot. Um I mean, I guess that's, you know, we talk about what it takes to beat Tennessee. You need Tennessee to be off is, is a big deal. Um, when Tennessee has let pitchers control the game and short at bats, swing it, impatient at bats, and they can go for long periods of time, that's what's killed Tennessee. But when when they um, are smart in their approach and, and patient, it, it's hard to have a pitcher just control the game, um, uh, an opposing pitcher, and it hasn't really happened yet. Besides, besides those losses, a few of those losses. Yeah, and, and lefties kind of give Tennessee a little trouble anyways. So that's what John Michael Bertrand is. Um, that, that's Notre Dame's ace. He, he's, a, he's a big lefty that they'll throw, and, you know, I'm sure they'll, they'll try to ride him as long as he can. But, mm. I mean, you, we saw the – Maxwell's great. 11 strikeouts, hey, you ride that kid. But at some point – he comes out. He ain't playing. He ain't throwing yeah. a complete game. Right. And when they did, that's when Tennessee just all hell broke loose. Yeah, I mean, I, again, that just speaks to to Tennessee's ability to to play. Uh, I mean, for full not a full nine inning game, um, and then also, I mean, that we talked about how how Tony Vitello looks like a genius there. Down, you know, going into the ninth inning um, with all those changes, you you can't just rely on. Um, having a bad night from nine guys in the lineup. There, there's, I think, is it three guys on our bench right now with double digit home runs, um, solid batting averages, and those guys can be brought in at any moment. And then you've got a guy who hasn't played much in Jared Dickey, um, who if he gets a chance to be at the plate, he's probably not running the base path, but he's getting he's getting on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, look at Christian Moore. I mean, he goes two for two with three RBIs. Um, and two pinch hits on Saturday and Sunday. And, you know, he probably starts for anybody else, maybe in the country. Probably in the country. <laughs> yeah. Probably um, in the country. So, I mean, you just got an embarrassment of riches there with um, not only your pitching staff, but your lineup as well. And, you know, I just don't see them holding Tennessee to where, where it's, you know, you're in the ninth and got a chance to win. I just don't see two games happening like that yeah and that's the thing i think it's going to be a great series i think you know i think notre dame's um you talk about what they can do in the field i mean they're tennessee does feast on mistakes um not that that's what it takes for them to win but you go into look at that georgia ninth inning game that they, they do feast on it and that's i think too what kind of separates um good from great teams when teams make mistakes do you let them out of it or do you is that when you step on their throats and um, so it is going to be harder to find those mistakes um, in this series, but Tennessee takes advantage of them. Um, and, and even the ones that aren't really mistakes, you, you look at we talk, going back to the Jared Dickey pinch hit, um, 
the Kyle Booker pitch run. I mean, we can say that ball should have gotten out of uh, um, second baseman. Langston? Is that, a, is that Langston for Georgia Tech? The second was, baseman? Yeah. What was his last name? Um, no, that's uh, – he's their leadoff guy. Yeah. Anyways, I mean, you can say he could have made a better play, but how much of a better play could he have made? So even in those situations when they're just not – they're not making – they're just making decent plays. Tennessee's feasting on those mistakes. And so the, and, and, you know, that gets a rally. Chandler Simpson. Rally. That's Simpson. Um, don't know where I got Langston from. But Tennessee pounces on those opportunities. So it's not even just flat-out errors. It's not just errors. It's not making – excellent plays that, that Tennessee's able to make. You you look at that Jordan Beck hit. Um, yeah, he shouldn't have ran forward, but I'm not confident he catches that ball anyways. It, it's hit so hard. Uh, you had a great view of it, and it, it just never really came down. So, I mean, does he ever, ever start running backwards? I mean, I, so it's one of those things that Tennessee just makes, makes the most of their opportunities. So going into the three-game series, does Notre Dame steal one from Tennessee? Probably it's postseason baseball. It's just kind of the mayhem that comes with it. But doing it twice—that's the—that's the real challenge. I mean, that's what I don't think Notre Dame can do. Yeah, and I won't get to go Friday and Saturday. So you know, <laughs> as much as I'd love Tennessee to just close it out on Saturday and you know avoid any kind of nervousness going on 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 Sunday, um, selfishly I wouldn't be. T- Totally upset if, if it does go to three games. Agreed. Um, same. <laughs> and, and I think we need to talk about is the NCAA trying to hold more important issues down um, with these schedule with these schedules? They're trying to keep us out of the ballpark because that's what it seems like. I, I'm not I'm not a conspiracy guy, but I, but I also kind of am. So I think we have the question has to be asked. Yeah, they're they're keeping me from those nachos, man. That's what it is. Are you gonna? We got to get you some nachos for both games. That's true. We got to. But it does. I mean, does it matter that it's not in Lindsey Nelson? Is it just uh, something about the cheese? It might be. That cheese is really good. That cheese. Maybe we can get you over to like Barley's or something. They've got pretty good beer cheese. Some Something okay. equivalent. Yeah. I don't actually, I don't know if Barley's does. We'll find some good beer cheese downtown for you um, just in case. Yeah, it's, I think the question has to be asked though. And um, I'm not saying I'm a good luck charm, but I'm not a bad luck charm. So that's a good point. <laughs> that's, that's all that matters. Um, no, it's, it's a big weekend. I'm excited that they're redoing the, the big orange. Um, what are they calling block it? Party. Block, block party. Watch party. You know, Watch party. Um, it's going to be in right field. I, I think that's going to make it um, just as much fun as it was down the left field line. It, that crowd gets a little rowdy too. Um, there's noise carryover, so I think it, it adds another – element of home field advantage, if you will. Um, this is not going to be a friendly environment. Uh, we don't care that you're Catholic. Um, we don't care what <laughs> God you pray to. We're, we're, we're going to beat you. I mean, that, that's just, it's just that. Um, and, and, and we don't care if we play in a small ballpark either. Um, you got to play in that same, that's again, I just don't, we, we have been very fair to our ballpark and calling it, you know, what it is. But it's an incredibly stupid argument when you have when you're talking about a series that you have to play that same ballpark. Yeah, and it's not so small where it's like, uh, like those home runs are caught. They're not. No, I mean Cortland Lawson freaking roped one, and it didn't go out. So it's not. It's just you know. Yeah, I think it still takes only, a well hit ball. 
the only one that I'm thinking is not like maybe caught somewhere else is that one where the guy lost his hat over the. <laughs> I don't remember who that was against. Uh, Missouri, I believe. I believe it was Friday night against Missouri. Yeah. yeah, so that that's the only one I'm like, yeah, that that one's probably caught. Um, but all the rest of them, I mean, like, there's been, I don't know, I can probably thirty of those have been four hundred feet plus. Oh, I do. Uh, Maybe more. I don't know. What are we at? What are we at now? Close to one twenty. We're at one fifty. One we're at one fifty. Oh, I would guess like sixty or seventy of those have been uh, close to. They're they're. They're scraping 400 feet if they're not over. They're out. I'll say they're out in every other ballpark in the country. And here's the thing. We closed that one out at Georgia Tech. Didn't hit a single home run. That That's the scary part, too. You look at you look at Georgia, and you're like, oh, they can't hit for power. Well, they can't really hit for average either. Tennessee can do both. They, they, they don't necessarily rely on the long ball. Do they love it? And do they, again, feast on it? Yeah, absolutely. But it's not the – it's not the – you know, it's it's the if if Tennessee's offense is the train, um, you know the the home runs are just a luxury car. It's not the whole train. They they you know it, it takes a lot to get that thing moving, and you just get some. You got 150, you know, seats that are luxury, and, and they just happen to be 400 feet seats. So, yeah, and if I'm Link Jarrett, I might you know hold back on, on talking about somebody else's ballpark because you're 17 at 17 and three at home. Away, you're ten and eight, so you're not good in any opposing ballpark. Yeah, mm. dang. Maybe we need to help them out. And we do need to go play up at uh, um, oh, Cooperstown. Give them a chance. Yeah, give them a chance. <laughs> Just let them in it a little bit. So that's uh, maybe I don't know. Again, maybe they're just trying to well, pe- pe- maybe they're trying to peacock it a little bit, but. I don't know if it's a good idea with this team. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. If I'm um, Delucia from Ole Miss, if I'm giving advice, I'm giving it to Notre Dame and just being like, shut up. Know. Do you not pick up the phone <laughs> right then and there? But, hey, um, let, me sh- let, me point to, let me point you to our interviews. and um, Also, I mean, listen, Jordan Beck just reached – I feel like he just saw an increase in his um, – if you, I've been playing a lot of the show lately, an increase in his personality that may have taken his game. You talked about that is so outside of the realm of Jordan Beck. He may have just reached a new <laughs> new level in his head. He, what was the movie where they could uh, – you take the, the – limit? is it Limitless? Take the pill and you, you tap the mm-hmm. other 90% of your brain or whatever. Jordan Beck may have just done that by, by – you know, he, he used a little birdie to help him get there, but – I'd be a little scared. <laughs> a little Tweety Bird. Yeah. So, yeah, this this team's dangerous, man. You, you've – Notre I, Dame, that's what Ryan Cole said. They're dangerous. Hey, <sighs> right, listen, if you've made it this far, you're a good baseball team. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't be counting wins as wins yet, especially against the number one team in the country and the hottest team in the country. Um, and I know some people argue Oregon State, but let's be honest. They've never been the hottest team in the country. And they almost didn't make it out of their regional. That was a hard – I won't lie. That was a hard game to, to like, pick someone to cheer for. I'm glad it was a good game. Yeah. Because I kind of wanted to see Oregon State lose just to be like, they're not in Tennessee's category. I mean, they're not even in the same ballpark. And then you obviously – Vandy Vandy was dead. 
so it, we just I, I wanted I felt like a cruel human being watching just a dead team crawl to the finish line. It, put them out of their misery. I'm all for uh, I'm, I'm all for euthanization. Like it just get it over with. So I'm, I'm glad to see that happen. Yeah, Oregon State's what um, one and one against Vanderbilt. Tennessee's four zero. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it could be us. I'm five hundred <laughs> against that terrible Vanderbilt team. A dead Vanderbilt team. Dead, yeah. Dead. Um, dead. I, I want to go over this real quick. It's just kind of some stats on um, Notre Dame and how they rank in the country. They're 51st in batting average, batting 295, 42nd in runs per game with 7.7, um, 78th in home runs. They have 68 on the season. Put that in perspective. Tennessee is 150. So do the math. And, <laughs> and they're seventh in ERA. I think that 338 is. What they are, I think Tennessee's two. They're three eighty two. Tennessee is two thirty eight. Yeah, and I think that also kind of speaks to the tenacity that this Notre Dame team has, which I mean can make postseason teams dangerous. Um, look at you know college basketball. You get the the sixteen seed St. Peter's that Tallahassee doesn't belong there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I think that does make postseason teams dangerous, but you still got to play the game against that opponent. Um, it's not just – it's not a it's not a roll of the dice at this point. Um, yeah. You know, it, it it obviously – you still have to play it. Um, but Tennessee – I mean, Tennessee has the upper hand. They, they, they've got the – yeah, they've got the – I mean, they've got the most talent, but they're also playing really, really good baseball right now. Yeah. Notre Dame, I mentioned they have a lot of veterans. Uh, they're two starting pitchers. Um, Austin Temple and John Michael Bertrand are um, both graduates. And then you have three graduates in your starting lineup. You have four seniors, one junior, and one freshman. So, you know, just a load of kind of experience within that roster. And I I think they are a good baseball team. You know, I'm sitting here kind of bashing them a little bit just because I'm I'm a little mad that they kind of try to stir the pot there and – um, at this point, I don't think they have a pot to piss in. But that's um, the thing. You can point to say that you're a good baseball team. We can we can sit here and say that, but <clears throat> it's still until you do it, until you put yourself in the same category as Tennessee, you're not. Yep. Yep. I think. I mean, I think it's. I think you know, if we want to talk football, because I'm way more of a football guy than, than baseball. I mean, you know, Tennessee's had the same talent as similar talents as, as Florida the past couple of years. But until you beat them, you can't you can't put yourself in that category yet. Mm-hmm. You've got to beat them, and it's unfortunate, but it's just the way it is. And you know, Cincinnati, as much as they got to the got to the college football playoff, as much as they had a good season, you're not a you're you proved you're not a college football playoff team by your college football playoff appearance. Notre Dame doesn't get to call themselves the same category as Tennessee just because they made it to a super regional. That that's not the way it works. You got to win. Yep. I agree. You, can't, you you can't put the you can't put the title on it before you before you got it. Um, and I, let's get into some stuff. Maybe Tennessee should should clean up a little bit. Um, the first thing for me is, you know, maybe this team like it, it just helps them because they don't really, you know, fold under pressure or anything like that. But I would love us to start fast and not you know go down four to nothing <laughs> and then kind of work our way back. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Uh, I think Tennessee leads by like a hundred runs in the second inning, 
<laughs> this year, I'd love I'd love to see that. So it's not like Tennessee can't do it. They, they've mm-hmm. done it plenty. I, I'd love to see that kind of return this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, that and I think some of that comes with the fielding. Um, Tennessee's just got to do a better job. You know, Cortland Lawson, I'm not going to sit here and say that, um, you know, that's a, a huge issue because it hasn't been in, until right. this past weekend. So hopefully that's just an anomaly. But um, And he didn't bring it to the plate. We mentioned that. It was very odd. He just seemed kind of, you know, maybe thinking too fast and – yeah, you know, hesitated a couple times and, you know, rushed to throw. You know, he had that – John Boy had that, you know, kind of remake of that last inning. Dude, third base, he could have – Third base is there. He could have done a backflip and, you know, threw his glove up in the air and caught it and then threw it to third base and the guy still would have been out. Third's there. Um, you know, he mentioned Jarrell was shifted. I don't I don't remember Jarrell really being shifted that much. And, and you can't see where he was prior to Cortland fielding it. So I think, you know, listen, nothing against Jarrell or Cortland, you know, could he have helped him out and, and gotten a second a little bit quicker and maybe makes that decision quicker? I, I don't know. But, and like you said, it's an anomaly for Cortland. It's why he's on the field it is his glove. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just uh, keep keep the same energy at the plate. I like it. Yeah. Let's Let's think a little bit more. Um, or think a little bit less, whatever it is, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, in, in the field and, and get that thing cleaned up a little bit because, you know, he's made some phenomenal plays and those and I think plays you, that he I, kind I, of botched I, the other night weren't, weren't him. No, I think you still – I think you get – I'd be shocked if you see two games in a row like that from Cortland. So, I expect him to, to, to be solid there at short again and he's been that this year. And then and that's – I mean – Talk about cleaning things up for Tennessee. That I think that's really only one of the things you can point to on, on Sunday if you're like, hey, what do you got to fix from Sunday? It's just cleaning up the infield errors. Um, help Luke Lipsius out. He's, he's been such a sure hand at first. Um, get the ball to him. Let him Give him a chance to make a play. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know what it was, but, but Jarrell had some where he kind of rushed things, rushed a throw, yeah. um, and Luke built him out once or twice, but – yeah, I don't know if it was nerves or, you know, but, I mean, th- this team just played in Hoover. Like, it, the nerves shouldn't be there. So, again, I, I'm not going to really harp on it anymore and, until I see it again. Um, right. But, yeah, that, that's something that definitely needs to be cleaned up this weekend. And Well, you clean that up and you're like, all right, two games. Right. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see you guys. Yeah, we'll, we'll, be talking, we'll be talking Omaha on Sunday night. Not yeah, Monday night. get back to where you belong in yeah. Omaha. Um, you know, I, I want to see a better outing from Chase Dolander, Drew Beam. You know, I don't know who they go with on, on Saturday or I'm sorry, on Sunday. Friday. Oh, okay. Um, is going to be Blade. Right. Saturday is going to be Dolander Sunday. I, I don't know because you're going to go with, it was kind of obvious they didn't pitch Camden Sewell because he was going to go if they played, um, that Monday game. Right. <laughs> it was really, it was, it was interesting the, you know, I don't know what the thought process was. I'd love to hear it in, in that, um, you know, they had Camden obviously tabbed as your Monday guy if you, if you went there. And then when things get a little dicey, you throw him back in the bullpen um, just in case maybe things went, went to extras um, or something like that. So it would have been really interesting to see how they had handled that. But it also shows you either of those guys would have been a great selection to go Monday. Yeah. 
Yeah, just being a little bit more dominant with their starting pitching Saturday and Sunday just wasn't there. Um, so, yeah, just continue to throw strikes. Defense got to play – they have to play behind you too. You know, that's kind of what put Chase out of that game pretty early is because, you know, you had some errors and you found yourself in a hole and you just had to make a change. The pitch right. count got up, so – and I think that too goes into, like you said, throwing strikes. That's what this pitching staff is. They're, that's their kind of calling card. The things are going to come over the plate. It's, it's on the batters to make a play at that point and um, get a ball to the bat. Make them make a play. Don't, don't gift them bases because, especially this Notre Dame team, yeah. um, you know, if they're, if they're getting on base, you're probably gifting a lot of it to them. So, right. Who's uh who's got the big moment for you this weekend? I, I would assume you would think Jordan Beck's moment was probably the the big one of the regional. Mm. Um, maybe even just the lefties in general that came out of the bullpen. Christian Moore, um, you know, he was huge those two games. Who's kind of your maybe unsung hero or you know finds that that key moment for you yeah there's so many there's so many guys you can go with i do think you're going to get a better weekend from the infield as a whole um i think you're gonna you're gonna see some um i don't expect the errors to be the be the same as sunday night um and, and saturday I, I think so i think defensively i i mean that's really i think that's what you see there Big moments as far as at the plate, man. I think you could go all the way up and down this lineup. You got Evan Russell, one home run away from Todd Hilton's career um, career home run record. Uh, I mean, that's got to be sitting in his mind when he comes up to the plate. Uh, hopefully, it's not too big in his mind, but you know, it's got to be there. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, him making him making a big play would shock me zero percent in a moment. Um, Blake Burke, if he gets the chance to get on a ball. I mean, the dude could have three, four home runs this weekend alone, um, <laughs> given the chance. And then I think I think my obvious candidate is Jordan Beck. Um, people keep wanting to say he's in a slump, and I don't know if that – so that that last shot in the ninth just fired him up that much more um, with all that outside noise. I, I think hopefully that settled him in, and I, I think maybe that's your big moment, guy. Everyone's hitting the ball pretty well right now. Yeah. Um, so if those, especially if those guys get on base in front of them, I mean, you're looking at Jordan bringing, you know, maybe it's not the long ball, um, you know, that, that, that is his big moment, but, um, that, you know, two RBI single, two RBI double is, is 100% in the cards for a guy that can hit the ball like he does. Yeah. I'll agree with that. Um, I'm going to go Joey from Tampa. I think he, you know, he had kind of a quiet, Regional. I mean, he had a great regional. He's been. He's it, been. He was just steady Eddie, right? Like he yeah. was just. He was yeah, always he, there. Right. Yeah. He, he was that guy that like he's not going to get the headlines. He didn't flip anybody off going to second base. <laughs> he didn't. You know, he kind of threw down his bat, but didn't have the huge bat flip like Drew Gilbert. But um, I mean, he was as good as anybody in that regional. Yeah, I, I like that one too. I think I think that's the guy that um, you look back on Tennessee's postseason and who was always around and it's, it's going to be Joey from Tampa. Yeah. I, I like that. Um, Christian Morgan, any more chances this weekend? And it's hard. To, I mean, unless you just don't, don't ever, I mean, unless everyone in front of him just playing really, really well and you never need him, you may not. Um, <laughs> just cause like you said, just the freaking wealth of talent this Tennessee team has, but 
I think after this weekend, <clears throat> if you get a chance to put him in the game, it's going to be hard not to do it. Um, you know, if you feel like he's – you need to play bad, he's probably your first call. Yeah. I mean, he seems perfectly comfortable with coming off the bench and, and getting uh, a hit when just when Tennessee needs it. So I don't envy, yeah. I don't envy Tony Vitello's coaching this season. It's got to right, be, be difficult, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, you look at guys like Christian Moore. I mean, Jared, Jared Dickey, I hate for him that he got hurt, but <clears> the it makes your job a little bit easier putting Blake Burke at BH. Um, you know, denying either of those guys that spot it had to be a pretty – pretty tough so yeah I don't, I don't envy that and then you have christian moore who's just i mean he's had highlight reels in the field he's had him at the plate um hard to keep him off and then of course you, you've got seth stevenson who's had you've been a solid leadoff hitter and, and had plenty of highlights in the field it's it, it's again don't envy it um i know the pitching starting lineup once blade tidwell especially kind of came back to full health has been a probably been a challenge and and finding you know, keeping the guys' confidence up, keeping the guys happy, and then, um, you know, just making sure you're making the right decisions. But credit to every guy that's come in. Like, they have not wavered one bit, So which makes it, which makes the decision-making process harder. But credit to them for – I mean, I'm sure Tony Vitello would rather have it that way than, you know, going back to, like, his first year where you're looking around on the bench like, all right, where do I go next? Yeah, he's, that, he's definitely going to be National Coach of the Year and for good reason. Um it's it's going to be a great weekend of baseball. If you do get a chance to to go this weekend, I just encourage you to be loud, be proud, uh, make that thing a hornet's nest. Um, you know, take I, out I that think, mortgage, take out that second mortgage on the home. Interest rates are good right now. What do you mean? Yeah, they're going up though. <laughs> get, get them while you can. Oh, they're not good right now. They're yeah. not an ideal time to to take out the second mortgage on the no. home. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, but let, let's get into the rest of Super Regionals real quick. Um, again, I don't have a lot for them, but I do kind of just want to mention the matchups. So you have Tennessee-Notre Dame, Stanford-UConn, um, UNC-Arkansas, Texas-East Carolina. Um, I, I think that's going to be a really good series. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Being at Angry East Carolina, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think that's cool. Uh, Texas A&M-Louisville, two uh, really good offenses. That's going to be interesting. Uh, Southern Miss and Ole Miss, that's going to be a good one Dude, that's in Hattiesburg. If, if you see more come out about Tennessee's, you know, team and fan base uh, this week, you can chalk you can chalk it up to the national media hating Tennessee because I promise you, there's going to be there's going to be fist fights in the stands, maybe on the field. Like that's going to be a mean, mean super regional. Yeah. So there was five um, non one seeds in the supers. Tennessee obviously gets one of those, but, you know, the rest were, were the host site. Um, the rest of the matchups, you got Oklahoma, Virginia Tech, um, Oregon State, and Auburn. I, I think that's going to be an interesting one, too, because Auburn can hit. Yeah. You know, I don't know how – their, their pitching is okay. It's not terrific or anything. But, you know, I, if Vanderbilt can hold their own with Oregon State, I feel like Auburn should – and Auburn's bats are just white hot right now, too. Um, not necessarily known for just hitting a ton of long balls. Um, and, and then just the the amount they came up with in their regional is insane. Any upsets that you're just like, I, I think they're going to take it? Um, and I'd love to see the – I'd love to see the Stanford uh, – 
UConn Stanford upset won't happen, but I'd love to see it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't. I mean, are we just calling like my seeds upsets, or, or how are we? Well, are we I, I'm this? thinking like, like I, I think Arkansas has the potential to to beat North Carolina. I think them knocking out Oklahoma State like they did. I think Oklahoma State's a better team than North Carolina. Yeah, um, definitely, definitely. I mean, they definitely made, got through the hardest part of their, uh, you know, region, regional slash super regional play, um, and getting through that Oklahoma State team. So yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that one. I think too, an interesting one is uh, the Oklahoma Virginia Tech super regional. Um, Oklahoma maybe gets you know rain on their side, help them get out of that one, um, and then you get a Virginia Tech team who a lot of people were shocked they were as high as they were. I, I don't know. Um, and then they had what you know, we would call a fairly easy regional. Um, so I think that's a matchup to look at if you're just talking seeding. I don't know what team you would list as necessarily way better or whatever. It's not a – Virginia Tech's not just a loaded team. So, But, I, I mean, I think Oklahoma has a chance to, to get out of the Supers. Yeah, and Tennessee was uh, they're they're six and two against the remaining teams in the super regional. I think they're twenty and three um, against team that that made the NCAA tournament, which it's just insane. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's get into the segments real quick. Stupidity, you got any? Uh, I do. Um, pull this one up here. It, it's an old Miss fan. Actually, did we we talk did we talk about Greg Olson? Different Greg Olson? Yes, we Orioles did. Greg Olson. Okay. Yeah. We'll leave that one. Oh, my favorite one was that guy. I'm not even gonna pull up his name. But the guy that was all mad about Jordan Beck flipping off in the field and his avatar was him flipping off the camera. Oh yeah. At a at a golf tournament. Those are sacred grounds, bro. Yeah, what are you doing? Sacred grounds. Um, and then I've got the Omaha bound red who, and then they also got 420 in there in their at, which is like, listen, do what you can want to do, but don't, don't, don't come at us. He said, there's one thing I love about Ole Miss above all else. It's that everything we do, we do with class and honor the big man upstairs, all capitalized big man upstairs, potty toddy. And I just responded with Hugh Freeze honoring Christ when he was ordering hookers. I, I, I need to. I just need to know that. I don't know, man. I'm just like, listen. I'm not going to sit here and say Tennessee is just the most classy program, the the most Christ-like program. If you want to go there, if you're a Christian, um, but there's not another program in the country that can claim that. Not even Liberty, who hired you, Freeze, <laughs> like, yeah. I, who's a Christian school. They don't even get that honor. So, um, listen. If you're cheering for your team because they're good guys. I, I don't really – I mean, you're probably cheering for the wrong team because I guarantee you they're not good guys. You don't know them. Who cares? I just want wins. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, I hate the – it's the fail, and, and there's just a lot of people that condone the umpire that pushed the ECU player for hitting a home run. Like he, he pushed him like pushed him along after he was admiring how so far stupid. he just hit that freaking bomb in a regional. Um they're like he's just, you know, trying to help the game along. 
I'm on a Disney. No, he's trying to make it about himself. Yeah, he's not trying to he's not trying to help the game along. Yeah. No. 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 Hey, if he's trying to help the game along, he should tell the pitcher to throw more strikes. And exactly. Pitch better strikes. Uh, that's how he should help the game along. Mm-hmm. Um uh, did you see that Maryland uh UConn play at first? A lot of arguments. Yeah, I did see that. Okay, so I mean it seems like everyone has established that that's the rule. Can we also establish that that's the dumbest rule of all time? I agree. Because he never came off the first baseline. <coughs> it, yeah. It'd be different if he was running inside the baseline or something, you know, and, and impeded Or like he way. changed or, direction. Or cha- or, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, or something like, but he ran straight the entire time. Yeah. At least like, so at least make that, that rule reviewable to go, did he change path to impede play? And if he didn't, then it shouldn't be a, and and that's the rule. And he the, and he didn't. He did okay. not. He did not stop the player from catching the ball. That's yeah. that's why the rule is in place. So I thought. So the way I when I was reading about it after all that happened, I, the way I understood it is, in a situation like that, the runner does have a responsibility to you know find the, the lane between the two. Which it, it wouldn't help the play anyways if he had ran on the outside. You know between the two lines wouldn't have helped the play. He just would have avoided, maybe avoided the collision, but he probably got a hit in the head with the back, hit in the head with the ball. I mean, it's probably interference either way. Well, if he tries to avoid that, he's coming into play, right? So he touches that base. If he, you know, makes if he like makes a move, or um, is like the direction is going towards second base, he could be tagged out. Right. Yeah. It's so just, it's a dumb. It's yeah. a dumb rule. I and like you said, if you change the direction, how, how do you see that in real time and call that out? Oh, I know. Especially, I mean, you just hey, listen, you gotta hate hustle too. Yeah, if like a, if, if you're you an replay you that, that and you're like, I mean, technically, yeah, he could be out, but in real time, there's no way you make that call. Yeah, probably, and it may not cost me in the game. There, it did it did bring a run back? They would have been down a run, the tying run on first, because um, they they sent the the runner that t- that came home back to third on that play. Yeah, it was – I don't know. It's just – I don't know. Just, just some of the – some of the listen, some of the baseball rules are dumb, let alone the unwritten rules. Yeah. Agreed. There's dumb rules in every sport, so I'm not going to – I'm not just going to throw that at baseball. But, yeah, that one, that was tough. That was tough. Yeah. That's all I got. That's it, guys. I'm ready for the Super Regional. I'm, I'm fired up. I'm, I'm – uh, like you said, I'd, I'd love to be there on Sunday, but I'd also, I'd also love to go into Sunday knowing that, that Tennessee's on their way to Omaha. So, yeah. I'm happy. Absolutely. Save us a seat. <laughs> yep. Bingo. Guys, that's all we got. Thanks for listening. Um, again, this weekend, start that thing on um, at 6 p.m. On, on Friday night. You have 2 p.m. on Saturday and then Sunday if necessary um, to be determined. So, uh, enjoy the block party. Enjoy that hornet's nest. That is Lindsey Nelson. Be rowdy. Um, maybe if you get kicked out, don't try to shave your nut mustache and sneak back in. No, but, do uh, try to it, do that. <laughs> if you get away with it, perfect. If you don't, that's on you. Just don't come back as belligerent as you were without the mustache. Yeah, like, maybe sober up a little bit. Maybe be a, drink be some a water. Bit smarter. Yeah. yeah, cold shower or something. Um, exactly. Guys, again, thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your week. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.